Kia ora e te and welcome to the Blind Fury Podcast with your host, Kahurangi Ferguson Tibble. Raupona. Kia ora e te whānau. This uh, podcast of the Blind Fury Podcast is lovingly supporting our whānau over at Tuhi. Um, the Kazi Michelle and her products over there which are the stationary uh, calendars and diaries um, that are based on the maramataka um, so obviously uh, engaging with our environment but also some wonderful um, ideas about how to implement um, uh, yeah, the energies of the day in our everyday working lives or our family lives um, so please if you're looking for something different if you're looking for something um, that as that is going to shape your 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 personal life, your working life, then give Alfano over at Tuhi uh, Jack. Um, yeah, that looks like some fantastic um, products. My wife at the moment is using uh, one of the products to track her maramataka, um, and yeah, it, from the outside looking in, it looks uh, she's really enjoying it. So uh, yeah, give it a crack, uh, give it a look. Tuhi, you can Google it or FaceTime or, or Facebook it. Um, yeah, so give it a crack out there, Te Whanau, and support Māori, uh, Māori businesses. So if there's any other Māori businesses out there that want a bit of a plug, um, yeah, hit me up on Facebook or um, or hit me up on, on uh, Twitter or, or um, Instagram on um, Te Blind Fury. Um, so yeah, kia ora Te whanau. Hey, uh, this is Blind Fury here. It's been a long time coming since my last podcast, but uh, this is a Books and Pods podcast underneath our new Rahui conditions of our uh, of, of Corona. Uh, so yeah, this is, um, I'm really lucky to have an, a, a special guest uh, with me today. Um, this is his first time into the podcasting world, and uh, hopefully it'll be a, a nice and not a scary occasion. Um, so, but I'd like to introduce um, our son, Jackson, uh, who's going to um, do a bit of a review on a book uh, that we got him a few years ago. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so his name is Jackson and he's our son. And uh, he, the book that he's going to review for us today is called The Bone Tiki. That's The Bone Tiki by a man named David here. Would you like to say hello? Kia Oh, lovely to have you here, son. All right, choice. And so, um, yep, you're going to read the blurb uh, for everyone, and then I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Is that okay? Yep. Cool. Choice. Where you go. Timata. What do you do when you meet a, a tohunga makutsu? You run. What When reality dissolves and myths and legends come alive, you run faster. And when the dead come to life and blood debts have to be paid, Will you have the courage to do what must be done? Matthew and his and has a bone tiki he stole from a pony. His father's very important new client wants it badly, and he has some very nasty friends. When Matt is forced to flee for his life, an unexpected an unexpected meeting with a girl called Pani sets his world spinning. Suddenly he's running through a bush with a girl clown, a dog who is way too human, and a long dead warrior. Fearful creatures from legend are rising up around him and Matt faces a terrifying ordeal. And there is nowhere left to hide, not even in another world. 
Fantastic. That sounds exciting. Joyce. Okay, so um, from this book, I, I know that you've enjoyed this book. Um, but if you, what, what did you, what were the things that you enjoyed out of this story? Um, probably all the myths and legends it has in it. So like all the different stories it has in it. Yeah. And they've all been intertwined and wrapped in there. Can you think yes. of a particular story? Like um, something that... There's one with one of the... Uh, Tainui. Um, there's a... Um, there's a legend that says there's... Uh, at every bend of the river there is a pa as well as a tanifa. A tanifa. And as... And, since they started off in Lake Taupo, they read it on the back of a tanifa and they read up, they read the tanifa up the river and as they were going, the warrior um, told Matsu that the only thing protecting them was the tanifa that they oh, were riding. beautiful. So that speaks to like a whakatauki, he piko he tanifa, he piko he tanifa. Mm. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the the Tainui Fakatoki. Mm. That's choice. That's, and, oh, you mentioned uh, uh, a warrior. Do you, can you remember his name? Uh, Woody. 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 The warrior. <laughs> okay. So next question on uh, on on my list of things is um, who was your favorite character in, in this particular book, and why? Probably the um the dog that is way too human. The dog that is way too human. Oh, we can't give the can't give the the secret away. The way you've you've said yeah. we can't give the secret away. But uh, is there a particular thing that he does uh, that the dog does that made you laugh and smile? Can you remember? Oh, well, he's he's always up to mischief, and it's funny when they find out the secret because they're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Choice, cool. Uh, la, our second to last question. Um, Obviously, third to last question. But um, my next question is: Would you recommend this book for people of your age range, and why? Uh, yeah, yes, depending on what kind of books you're into. Yeah. Because like this is myths and legends, which is what kind of what I'm into, and like adventure. So yeah. Cool. So if you're into myths and legends and a bit of adventure, um, I know that. You'd be prior to this you pretty much finished the um the Harry Potter books, eh? So you're into yes. a little bit of magic and and fantasy and stuff, eh? Yeah. Yeah, and um and there's Tohunga in this which, you know, have some uh, magical uh, powers. powers about them. Yeah, that's cool. And um you did a little bit of a shout out to Papa Mark, eh? What did yeah. you call him? A wizard. A wizard. Papa Makopua. You're a wizard, Hare. Okay, so choice. Uh, last, uh, second to last question. How many cup eyes would you give this out of five? Um, Probably four. Four cup eyes out of five, eh? Yep. Cool. Why? Why, why four and not five? Um, just because um, it's kind of like kind of really fast moving and like if you leave it for a while and then you go back you're like what's happening <laughs> which is kind of what I do because I get bored of a book after a while and then I read another book and then I go back to it and I'm like okay I've forgotten what's happening <laughs> but that's cool because uh, this probably goes to my last question for you son is that 
did um this is one book of how many books uh six six books and how many of the six have you read six oh six so it's kept you it's kept you occupied eh yeah uh, can you remember the name of the second book um tani fatis tani fatis so maybe uh next time or maybe not next time but the time after that you could um review tani fatis for us is that okay don't have the book you don't have the book i'm sure we'll find it we'll find that um a synopsis but anyway yeah. thank you son is there anything else that you want to say no no Has this been a good experience or a bad experience? It's been a good one. A good experience. Okay, Stefano. Um, yeah, uh, you know, please join me in thanking um, uh, Jackson for being on the Blind Fury Books and Pods podcast today. Um, so just before we crack into the other books and pods that I've going to review t- today, um, just want to say thank you to our son Jackson. Uh, it was a pleasure to have him on the show again. Um, other than that, it was um, yeah. Um, uh, since uh, since our last time, we've had a few. I've, had, I've read a couple of books and listened to a whole bunch of podcasts, but I probably can't review all of them. But uh, there's probably two books that i want to review and one of them is um atomic habits i can't remember the name of the the author for atomic habits um but it's uh it's a recent book and quite popular at the moment it's high on the audible recommended list at the moment um our man from the ice project um isaac john he reviewed it not too long ago so i'd really suggest for you to uh if you like the ice project and you like what um our man isaac um, john's got to do uh got to offer on his podcast then i'd go back into his uh his podcast and listen to his review um I think it was with uh, it was an interview with probably going to get this wrong, but I think it might have been with Travis Byrne. Um, yeah, but my take on Atomic Habits is um, it you know it was it was a good book. It was highly recommended. Um, I had sort of had to turn it on and turn it off um, uh, along the way because uh, I just I just couldn't follow uh, follow it. Um, yeah, follow the train of thought in terms of how how to turn little habits into bigger habits. I guess uh, one of the things um, that my wife pointed out to me is that I do a lot of the things that are in this that are suggested in the um, in the book. But the premise of the book um, talks about um, small changes. If you make small changes across your life, across your week or month or year, that are, and then you added all those small little changes up they equate to um, significant change across your whole lifestyle um, and what uh, what my wife was pointing out to me maybe one of the reasons why it took me a while to read this book and for it to really settle in for me um, was that um, a lot of the skills and what a lot of the tools that are mentioned in this book um, I put into practice there were a couple of good um, good things uh, that I thought were really helpful for me uh, because the author is an ex-baseball um, you know player um, he uses a lot of sports analogies and sports quotes uh, which are always helpful for me um, because I can I understand and get those uh, sports quotes like he mentioned um, how uh, I can't remember which Olympics but when the British Olympic cycling team uh, won multiple um, gold medals and medals um, he talked about the training set, uh, the, the small atomic habits that they 
that they made to the um, to the whole squad, including um, to the extent that they um, they painted their team bus completely white on the inside, so that um, they could make sure that all dust particles within the bus were vacuumed out and cleaned out because what they wanted to do was lessen the amount of sickness that occurs and uh, in, inside the team so that they could continue their optim, uh, optimal training and there are a whole bunch of other ones I can't remember right now but um, you know all those little little habits you know that you uh, you you <clears throat> you accept or, or decide to make part of your life that at some point in time they will become um, you know they will create positive uh, positive outcomes for you uh, but other than that I'd still I, I, I've started a, a rating system with my son cup eyes I'd give it three cup eyes uh, out of five for me um, I'd, it's more like a reference book I wouldn't go back and read it cover the cover anymore I think that there's some really key parts in the book that I'll just go back read that part and then um, and then carry on um, just to review so I find it more of a, a reference book rather than a book that I would read, read again um, other than that, um, I my next book is a fantasy book. Uh, I think I reviewed uh, The Last King of Shannara uh, last time. Uh, this time I'm going to uh, re- um, review the next book along the way, and that's The Sword of Shannara. And now The Sword of Shannara follows a uh, the um, I guess the world um, um, of the of the Druids uh, of Paramore. Uh, for those, oh, this book is. Uh, written by a guy called Terry Brooks um, now I have access to a whole lot of audiobooks I'm going back to read a lot of books that friends of mine used to recommend to me but I found really really difficult um, given my visual impairment to um, to read these books so now I've been able to access these books now um, so Terry Brooks and uh, the Shannara Chronicles uh, so the read I think it's a pre I don't know the history somebody else can maybe want to uh, correct me but the his, history I think the last king of Shannara is a prequel uh, then the first book was um, the sword of Shannara which follows the main character oh, um, Sheer Sheer Omsford uh, is his name and he's a half elf uh, unassuming uh, where and um, one of the other main characters um, uh, he's a druid uh, Elanon, Elanon, who uh, who comes to seek him out because he's the only um, he is the only uh, person who has the fuckapapa, the genealogy, uh, to wield uh, this mystical sword that's going to help them defeat uh, the warlock king. And I guess uh, like traditional um, fantasy books, you know, you uh, or for those of us who have played Dungeons and Dragons or watched, uh, you know, watched uh, fantasy movies, you know, you have all these different characters within the books. You know, you have the warrior, you have the 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 elf, you have the um, the healer, you've got a druid, someone who's got mystical um, spells. You've got um, people that have these um, special items that can do special things. It follows all of those pathways um, within the traditional uh, fantasy arc. Um, and I guess for those who aren't into it, or you know, it's it's a little bit predictable. But I guess you know, it's some great. <clears throat> It's some great um, escapism, uh, listening to these books and and you know just finding some time to you know take your mind into into another world, 
and um, over, overall I thought that um, it ebbed and flowed, you know, you thought that the book was, given that I've you know, watched and listened to multiple fantasy books, I thought, you know, in my mind I'm thinking, oh, okay, I know where the story is going, and then reading on and then I was like, oh, no, that's actually not what I thought where the book was going, um, so it didn't, and you know, it didn't follow the same arc as other fantasy books, um, where you 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 go through these hard times and then you come out the other end, the the hero wins the day uh, and all that sort of stuff. There's actually multiple lows that you go through and little wins and then it takes you somewhere else and you think that a character has died and then they come back again and all these sort of uh, all all these sort of things that I thought were really really great within the books. I thought the interplay uh, of the characters were fantastic. Um, I guess some of uh, one of my favorite uh, characters was a character named um, uh, uh, Hindle. Uh, Hindle, he's a dwarf, uh, but he's not the traditional dwarf. He's more like, for those of us again who like Dungeons and Dragons and traditional, um, uh, traditional fantasy books or fantasy genre uh you know the wolf is more known for their fighting capability you know think Gimli you know a bit of a warrior uh where this Hendel he is a warrior but he's a bit more of a uh like more like a ranger uh more like a tracker um dwarf which was really quite nice it was um yeah it was it was, it was a nice sort of shift um to show that um the dwarven people are more than just um, you know the fighting elite and the um, and the um, like the tanks that just go rolling through and 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 beating the heck out of people. I thought he was a, a great character. Um, you know, he still was that stalwart and that um, that staunch type of dwarven character. But um, you know, so how true to some of the characteristics of a, of a, of a um, of a dwarf, but um, then was able to move on and and show some other aspects of what dwarven life um could be like um other than that the yeah i think those are the those are the the things that i thought were really really great about these books i think um you can i'd i'd give this book um four cup pies uh, out of five so four cup pies out of five would be my um would be my um yeah it would be my suggestion for this book so that no, was fantastic other than that uh, moving into podcasts i guess like a whole lot of people at the moment um under our corona rahui um um we i know i'm sure a lot of people have been listening to a lot of podcasts uh so um i i would highly recommend again just uh yeah the the reality is I, I definitely am a uh, Ice Project fan, um, so with uh, with Isaac John, uh, I know he's not for everyone, because um, I guess um, one of the criticisms I've heard from, you know, um, from people is that it's pretty blokey and uh, and all that sort of stuff, and yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree, um, but yet it's, I, I find him refreshing and honest, um, but there's three particular um, podcast recently from the beginning of this year that I thought were really um, poignant um, towards what's going on in the Corona um, Rahui and that is his three um, his three podcasts with his accountant from Cali Partners um, 
I think his name is Dan, Danny. Um, yeah, those are three great podcasts. So the first podcast um, that he has with him talks about, you know, um, structuring your business. So for those of you guys who are trying to be entrepreneurs and trying to figure out, um, you know, what you know what what you can do um, to start a business or to protect your business, I think that there's some really great tips. Now, be aware though that um, this podcast is based in Australia uh, with uh, Isaac John who's in Australia and his accountant who's, who is in Australia so some of the topics might not uh, quite uh, might not um, quite fit with um, the you know with the New Zealand context um, so then my f- my second piece of advice is if you are thinking about um, um, starting a business then I would really I encourage you guys to look for an accountant that you trust. Uh, if you um, go back to my uh, my previous uh, uh, podcasts, I've um, uh, done a bit of an advertisement for um, for Tani and Associates. So um, yeah, if you're still ch- and check out uh, an accountant, that that's who we go with uh, with our with Tani and, and Associates with Jacqueline Tani, and um, yes, I highly recommend them. Um, then the second and third ones are more related to. Uh, to the corona um, conditions because they were just uh, uh, I think they were just um, published in the last two weeks two three weeks so the first one um, yeah the first half doesn't really relate to the New Zealand context but um, but in the second half of of that of that second podcast there's some really great tips that I think uh, we should all be even if you're a business or not a business I think that you should be looking at um, at some of the tips that he has um, along the way so um, uh, about how to you know, how to sort of structure your spending how to you know these might be, he might be talking about businesses but I think there's heaps of things that we could learn from businesses and being a little bit more careful and a little bit more shrewd um, about how where and how we spend our money and especially he talks about really looking at your budget and trying to um, cut back wherever you can um, I know for a lot of you know um, a lot of businesses they have subscriptions to different things and this and that um, and I know that we as people have subscriptions to that now I'm probably not saying to um, to cut your subscription to Netflix um, but you know you might have um, paper um, subscriptions or these are you know um, thing any every dollar counts and then last but not least is his third podcast I think is um, poignant on this and just carries on um, um, uh, giving some context to how to um, sort of structure your money um, maybe to think about what are some potential places that you could invest your money um, potential places where that you could you know uh, and strategies that you can do to um, to get you through this um, next part or oh, you know uh, because we are we are all unsure about what the future is going to hold what the new world is going to hold in terms of uh, what business looks like what our lifestyle looks like what uh, employment looks like so um, yeah, um, I reckon give uh, give those three in particular uh, a crack. Um, other than that, at Defano, that's me. I'm gonna try and um, do be a bit more uh, structured about this uh, in the future with uh, the books and books and pods uh, podcast. But um, yeah, if you've got any recommendations, any books, then please hit me up in my uh, in my DMs on my Instagram, um, Blind Fury, um, or you can send uh, me an email on kahurangi.tibble at gmail.com, 
it's kahurangi.tibble at gmail.com and you can give me um, you know some advice things that you like things that you didn't like things that you might think may improve my uh, my podcast uh, and watch out soon because hopefully I'm going to try and figure out how to interview people via the phone and then you don't have to just listen to my um, to my voice so just before you end I just want to um, mihi to my son again Jackson uh, for um, being brave and coming onto the podcast uh, today uh, so if they're fine have a lovely day take care of yourselves um, remember stay home stay safe uh, save lives I think those are really key um, key things to think about when we're when we're traveling through this and remember we've got access to amazing books um, amazing podcasts um, that uh, you know that uh, that you can do whilst you're mowing the lawns or or doing some other bits and pieces and maybe you might want to um, get your kids involved on podcasting as well so just yeah so the last thing is if you are thinking about um, running a podcast the app that I use which is just straight onto your phone or your tablet is called Anchor um, it's pretty easy to use um, yeah and it's it's fun it's fun and it does all the work for you you just need to press the buttons and talk so if they're fine um, look after yourselves uh, yeah Raupona. So just to remind you, again, thank you for listening to uh, the Te Blind Food podcast, the Blind Food podcast, um, and a big shout out to uh, everyone for listening. Uh, but yeah, just a reminder uh, that uh, we're lovingly supporting our whānau over at Tuhi, uh, our Tuhi Stationery uh, with the Maramataka and the Kazi uh, Michelle uh, Tibble over there. So, um, you know, um, go over there, support her. Um, the other cool thing about what they're doing over there is not just stationery, is all the different wānanga um, that, they're, um, that they're running in terms of how to uh, use the Maramataka in your everyday life. It's not just about uh, fishing and eeling and, and planting. Uh, one of the great things that I think um, Michelle and her team and her crew over there are doing is how to practically apply um, the energies of the day in your everyday life um, yeah in, in terms of um, the you know um, better days when it's high energy days or wa- uh, or low energy days where you can wanang or high energy days when you're when you can get out um, uh, get out amongst it so I uh, you know it's really cool is um, you know, uh, more uh, better days that you can have team meetings, and better days when it's better to um, go out and have activities uh, with our kids or uh, with uh, with your workmates. Um, yeah, that the environment can assist us to do those things. Um, other than and and so you can go to Wananga to um, you know to explore what that might mean in your everyday work uh, environment. Um, and then yeah also remember um share uh share the podcast uh rate it on uh on whatever uh podcast uh app you use um give us a uh, give us a, a message how, how you like it and what things i can improve on because remember i'm just trying to uh give this give this thing a crack but i'm really trying to um improve every every day uh yeah yeah so have a like have a have a share um, uh, share with your friends, talk about hey, you want to listen to this crazy blind fella uh, and uh, give um, the Blind Fury podcast um, a crack so other than that, at their final um, yeah uh, yeah, raupauna <laughs>